With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Frontiers in Learning, a program focused on education and its role in meeting the needs of today's changing economy. Hi, I'm Chris Shovlin. This week, we'll meet Erica Peterson, a modern-day mom who's involved in several innovative STEAM education projects, including Science Tots and Moms Can Code. But first, 13-year-old Jackson Hunt of Hopewell just played Carnegie Hall in New York City. He's an eighth-grade student at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Charter School in Midland, Pennsylvania. Jackson, first of all, congratulations. You had an opportunity that most people never, ever get to experience. You played at Carnegie Hall. What was it like? Um, it was like, um, it was like, it was pretty prestigious. It wasn't that big, but it was beautiful, but... Something that, uh, didn't bother you to play there? No. Okay. It was... It seemed pretty normal, but I just believed everyone that was pretty advanced. Okay. What did you play? What did you play when you were there? Um, I played the Sonatine Third Movement by Ravel. Okay. And who else performed? Were there other kids your age there? Yeah. Okay. Lots. Lots of kids? Yeah. From, from all over the place? Yeah. All over the country or all over the world? Uh, Well, the thing is, well, it's most of them were from China or Pittsburgh so like anyone in the world could enter but most but like half of them were from around here i'd say maybe okay super now i understand that you have been playing music since you were about two years old now how far back can you remember and 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 tell me what you remember about becoming so interested in music um i remember it was actually when i was three okay. and I was drawn toward music, and I was like, so I was drawn toward music, and then we just took it from there, and I got more advanced. Okay. I understand your house has music in it all the time. Is it, It's a musical household? Well, I'm like the only major musician in my house. But your mom and your family influenced you, though? No, it was... Mainly what I, it was mainly an influence that I like. Okay. So you yeah. just, you just picked it up when you were a kid and started playing and, and, and started getting deeper and deeper into it yeah. then. That's super. Jackson Hunt is an eighth grade student at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Charter School in Midland. He is from Hopewell. He's 13 years old. He just played at Carnegie Hall in New York. So you pretty much taught yourself all this stuff, huh? Well, no, I took lessons actually. Okay. Who did you take lessons from? When I was four, I started lessons from Amanda Jasper. And then when I was seven, I switched to Christine Lewis. And then when I was 10, I switched to Yeehaw Chu. And now I still have her. 
Okay, super. Now, uh, a lot of kids who take piano lessons don't, you know, think it's a drudgery, think it's a pain. They don't like doing it. But I don't think that was your in your case, right? No, I found it was I found it was like a little bit exhausting the teacher, but like but I liked the music and I wanted to keep going. My sister started, but she found it exhausting and she stopped. Okay, super. Um your favorite type of music. What what type of music really, really attracted you at the very young age? I like at the very young age I like nursery rhymes and I grew into classical music. Okay. I understand one of your favorite tunes uh, early on was the wheels on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was everybody's favorite tune back then when you were that age. But how did, how did you uh, develop and, and hone your interest in, in classical music? Uh, is it just something that, that just attracted you, that uh, was pleasing to your ear? Well, they're like simpler versions of classical music and beginner books. Okay. A friend of mine... Uh, I think that you know a friend of mine, David Buffalini. Yeah. He's the president of the school board in Hopewell, and he's also the founder of the Artistry in Residence program. Now, he says he was absolutely wowed by your playing when you were a third grader. Is it surprising to you that so many people are amazed by your talent? Um, not to brag, but it it actually isn't that surprising. But Okay. Well, is it... it, it are, are you kind of taken aback or are you shocked by the fact that so many people think it's surprising? Uh, or is this something that you just feel is a natural thing for you? I just feel it's, well, both. I feel it's natural, but I, I don't really feel shocked. Okay. All right. It's just part of the fabric of being Jackson Hunt, the eighth grader from Lincoln Park. Yeah. You are also composing music. Yes. Uh, what type of things, uh, what types of things are you writing? I'm writing, like, all sorts of different things. I've written some songs for piano and soprano, and a, I've written some preludes and a trio and weather pieces and more. Okay. And you got to you got to be in New York for the first time. You were telling me before we started recording our interview today that uh, that was your first trip to New York, and your mom, Courtney, was, was saying that that was her first trip to New York, too. What did you experience... Um, what was the most fun thing about being there? I was like, I liked everything, but I liked the performing most, I guess. And a lot of people running around there, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> now, you got to perform on this, what, this past Saturday, is that correct? Uh, yeah. The 15th? Yeah. It was your performance at Carnegie Hall. I would imagine the streets of New York City were, were buzzing, and I, I would imagine that Carnegie Hall was uh, relatively filled. I mean, how many people were, were there watching you perform? I, I can tell maybe a few hundred. Yeah. Okay. A big crowd, uh, nonetheless. Uh, outside of performing, what did you get to see and what did you get to do when you were in New York City? Well, we saw the Statue of Liberty the 9-11 memorial. Uh, we saw the Empire State Building, but we didn't go to the top. Um, and we saw the musical Cats, which I know Lincoln Park did, and it's like very first year. Sure, yeah. That was, a, that was a great performance here, and it's a great performance on Broadway, of course. Where do you think your musical career is going to lead? What do you want to do in the future? What do you, where do you want to take this, and how far do you want to go? I want to I be more renowned and famous and... I want to perform and compose more. Okay. 
Jackson, we, we have just a, a short uh, minute and a half left in our interview segment. Would you be willing to play something for us uh, so that everybody out there can hear your talents? Sure. Okay, let's go to the piano. In the background, the music of Jackson Hunt, 8th grader at the Lincoln Park Performing Arts Charter School in Midland, a 13-year-old from Hopewell Township. He just played at Carnegie Hall in New York. We're coming back with more Frontiers in Learning next, right here. Did you know that recent studies show a direct correlation between involvement in theater and success in math, reading, and writing? Sign up now for the spring semester of performing arts classes at the Henry Mancini Academy. Classes for children ages 3 to 18 include musical theater, voice, acting, dance, improv workshops, and master classes, not to mention a musical, The Jungle Book. Is your child stage ready? Visit ManciniAcademy.com or call 724-576-4644, extension 1311, to enroll. Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County-based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies, and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org. Community College of Beaver County has been leading, educating, innovating, and inspiring students and our community for 50 years. And we're just getting started. Tomorrow holds even more promise with a growing number of new programs, partnerships, and pathways serving a more diverse student body. Be sure to join us in celebrating our great history and achievements by visiting the 50th anniversary website at ccbc.edu slash 50th sharing your CCBC story on social media, or attending our many special events. Now is the time to find your way to CCBC, educating Beaver County since 1966. In this segment of Frontiers in Learning, I have Erica Peterson with me. She's the founder of Science Tots 
And the current board president, now Erica, graduated from West Virginia University with a bachelor's degree in animal science. During her time at WVU, Erica gained some very important life skills while working in the laboratory. Discipline and persistence, two important skills as we all know. She hopes to empower the next generation to be a problem-solving generation of problem solvers and innovative thinkers through STEAM education. Erica, thanks for joining me here on Frontiers in Learning. It's a pleasure having you here in our studios today. What particularly in your education led you to found this program? So I really love this question for many reasons. <laughs> um, but the, the, the number one reason I love this question is because people usually expect you to say, I did A, B, and C, and it led me to where I am today. Sure. And that's not the case. So it wasn't necessarily the, the animal science degree program and the content I learned while at WVU that um, led me to where I am today. It was how I learned while I was in that program. So it was in learning through experimentation, failing constantly <laughs> over and over again, um, having to um, work with other people and problem solve as a group in our labs um, that led to science thoughts and, you know, having that those business skills to to be a founder and board president of uh, an organization. I'm not surprised by your answer because <laughs> when I when I read your bio the first time around, when I saw it, I, I the animal science kind of jumped off the page. So I'm not surprised at your answer. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. How did science tots first come together? And, and what what is science tots? So Science Thoughts is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, our mission is to connect families with the instruction and tools to power early STEAM learning. So what do I mean by that? Um, so when I started, I'm a mom. Let, mm -hmm. Let's start there. First sure. and foremost, I'm a Most mom. Most important thing. <laughs> and uh, at the time, my son was about two years old. Uh, we start, you know, we were we had gone to the mommy and me classes, music, gymnastics, etc. And I was looking for, I, my background is in science, so I was looking for more science STEM activities to do with my son. And I couldn't find them locally. At the time, we were living in Washington County. And then when we would travel into the city, we would go to the Science Center and the Children's Museum. A lot of the science activities were, or camps or workshops were for older children where the parent wasn't there. So... I looked at that and I said, okay, well, what can I do now with my son at home? So I started reading online and looking for different activities. And I have a science background, so mm -hmm. I knew more or less what I would find. But when I, what I was looking for, I couldn't find. And that was that there was no meat behind what I was reading. There was no explanation as to how to explain the science behind what the activity we were doing together or the early childhood principles that applied to the activity we were doing together. So I said, well, why, why I can do it. And I went and I started teaching um, parent and child workshops. This was just last March 2016 in um, church basements, small community centers. And, um, and this is, and I always laugh when I say this because um, I knew it was something when 
I offered my first class and one person showed up and I made $12 that day. Hey, that's how it starts. <laughs> though, right? But that, that was the start of science tots. Sure. All right. You know, from the grassroots up, mm-hmm. that's what they say. Erica Peterson is my guest. She's the founder and current board president of Science Tots. She is a WVU graduate. Before we started talking here today, before the interview started, you told me you're a native of New York City. Yes. A graduate of West Virginia University. <laughs> How did you get from there to over here? So that actually relates to the first question, you know, what in my education led me to found, you know, Science Tots. And um, I don't know the exact statistic, but um, uh, recently I read that CEOs are more likely to have C's and D's and F's. um, And that's me. (laughs) I I guess I have a future. (laughs) You do. You do. (laughs) We're here today, aren't we? (laughs) We are. That's true. Um, I have a GED. Mm -hmm. And when I lived back in New York, um, I went to community college. I did all sorts of different classes. You know, the time between 16 and 21, I can't give you a straight answer as to what I was going for or what I was Mm -hmm. doing. Um, I didn't know. So I took classes and, you know, when I transferred to WVU as a 21-year-old, I was a non-traditional student when I transferred. Um, I had a master over 60-something credits and all sorts of, you know, in a variety of majors because I didn't know sure. what I wanted to do. And it wasn't until two semesters in at WVU that I chose animal science. Um, and it wasn't even animal science. That wasn't the reason I came to West Virginia University. I wanted to be on the radio there. <laughs> oh, <wow. Okay. laughs> uh, well, you're on the radio. Here I am today. now, right? Um, I wanted to be the uh, the heavy metal program DJ. That's why I went there. <laughs> so that was the first thing I did. I went to U92 as soon as I got to to the view, and I did that for a while. I had to stop because when I switched to science, our classes were at eight o'clock in the morning. Sure. And the metal program was from midnight to 3 a.m. So I had to make a very difficult choice and had to leave radio behind. Erica Peterson, you're a fascinating person. And that's (laughs) why I wanted to speak with you on Frontiers in Learning today, because uh, literally it it doesn't matter what you want to be as long as, uh, you know, you find that final focus and and you direct yourself. Absolutely. uh, You can continue to learn and continue Mm -hmm. to be things. And girls can be scientists. right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something that people don't believe. You know, it's one of those carryovers from long ago, but they, you know, they still have a tendency yeah. of not believing them. I still want to be a scientist. Sure. Um, people ask me what I want to do in five to 10 years, and I still say I want to um, pursue a graduate degree in science. Excellent. Good for you. All right. Erica Peterson is my guest. We're talking about science tots. This is something that she has founded. With whom are you working? Who are your, your collaborators? Oh, so many. Um, so this past weekend, I um, today's Monday, I just wrapped up the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. Yes. We were there Saturday, Sunday from 10 to 4. We were generously uh, sponsored by the neighborhood Ford store. Great. Uh, we had this huge tent that was amazing, a fantastic experience. Um, we also have partnered with Tanger Outlet, Station Square, the Granger Foundation, Pittsburgh Maker Fair. The list goes on and on. Uh, it's been a very busy year and a half. Those are some fabulous partnerships mm-hmm, and, and some big name groups as well. How did you develop these? Uh, just by being out there. So that's the one thing. I am always out there. <laughs> I am in your face. <laughs> I want to tell you how much I love Science Talks and why you should love it too. Um, I, I, I've lost track of how many events I did, but between March and January, I'm um, sorry, March to December 2016, uh, I did o- about 
it comes to about one and a half events per week. I was out there in communities all the way from Newcastle down to Morgantown, West Virginia, telling everyone about science tots and why, you know, STEAM is important. Why is STEAM important to you? Well, because of the skills, you, you know, we, you mentioned at mm-hmm. the beginning of the interview, it, it was in the laboratory that I developed the discipline to um, be where I am today. This is, this is uh, you know, it's not easy. It's hard work sure. and it takes hard work. Um, the perseverance, those skills are, are skills I learned through going through the animal science program. And I tell people it doesn't matter necessarily that, you know, you don't, you don't envision your child being an astronaut or a doctor. It's the going through a STEM-based education program really makes you a better person because those are skills that you can apply inside the lab, in your personal life, and in your work life. All right. I am talking with Erica Peterson. She is the founder and current board president of Science Tots, graduate of WVU. And uh, we're going to continue our conversation, but first we owe for a short time out. I want to come back and talk about your individual events and programs and some of the work that you're doing with parents and schools. Coming up next here on Frontiers in Learning. Did you know that recent studies show a direct correlation between involvement in theater and success in math, reading, and writing? Sign up now for the spring semester of performing arts classes at the Henry Mancini Academy. Classes for children ages 3 to 18 include musical theater, voice, acting, dance, improv workshops, and master classes, not to mention a musical, The Jungle Book. Is your child stage ready? Visit ManciniAcademy.com or call 724-576-4644, extension 1311, to enroll. Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County-based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies, and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org. Welcome back to Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shublin. Erica Peterson, the founder of Science Tots, is my guest, and we're talking about Science Tots and what it's all about. You do both in-school and community events. Can Let's start with the in-school events. Describe them to me and, and tell me what happens. So the in-school events are between November and March when our outdoor events uh, die down. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we offer schools is the opportunity to set up the way we do in a festival in your school, and you can invite your parents and families to come in and try new STEAM activities to do at home. Okay, super. What about out in the community? What are you doing there? So in... Between April and October, our on I call it now our on season, um, we go to community day events as many as possible. Um, we go to primarily, ni- I'd say 95% non-science festivals. So the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix is a great example of that. You don't expect to go there and, and do a science, technology, engineering, art, or math activity with your child. Um, but we're there, and it's fun, and, you know, come on into the tent. Um, the other activities... The other places we go to are Station Square, Tanger Outlet. Again, you're shopping, you're out 
you know, sure. for brunch or lunch with your family, let's stop and do a STEAM activity with Science Tots. So that's, that's pretty cool. Now, the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix was just this past weekend. Now, in, in my full-time days in radio, mm-hmm. when I worked in Pittsburgh radio for a long, long time, one of the events that I attended each and every year was the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix because we were there and we were broadcasting live throughout mm-hmm. the weekend. And I remember several activities uh, uh, being there, but there weren't so many for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the attraction this year, how many kids did you see? How many families came through? We saw over a thousand people wow. in the tent this weekend. Um, we guesstimate uh, is about 500 children mm-hmm. and a thousand over a thousand people total in the tent that weekend. The reason I ask is because that's a much more mature event. They expect uh, kind of an adult crowd, even mm-hmm. though it is a family event. They, mm-hmm. they expect an adult crowd at the yeah. At the so party. our activities are for children ages preschool to, to preteen, and occasionally we have uh, older you know students from even college come in and do activities with us, and that's always fun. We're all still kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I like to think so. I, my favorite part is seeing the parents light up because they have may- they've maybe had an, a negative experience in science or math, and when they do an activity with us, I see a switch go off and go, oh, maybe if I had been taught this way or seen or done a hands-on activity like this, I would have loved it more. Erica, this is your community events time of the year. Obviously, we still have another oh, six weeks or so of <laughs> Uh, so-called summer before the kids have to go back to school. What are the other activities uh, that you'll be doing and where can we possibly see you? So um, coming up in August, uh, we will be at Tanger Outlet doing a Mommy and Me event. Uh, And then uh, one weekend on that Saturday, August 19th, we have the Steam Abration event. It's at the Energy Innovation Center. What's it called again? Steam Abration. Okay. And the very next day, we'll be at Station Square for their Family Fun Fest. And the next big, big event that we have coming up is Pittsburgh Maker Fair. And that's in October, October 14th and 15th, I believe. Okay. I expect you're going to see a lot of kids there. Yes. Okay, yeah. super. This year, it's free. So oh, good. Before, it was rather expensive to get in. This year, it's free. So I'm really excited to see uh, families of all socioeconomic levels there with us to try new activities. And is that at the convention center, or is it? That's at Nova Place. That's a Nova Place. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Um, obviously, it takes some funding to keep your organization going, and I'm wondering where you're getting that funding and, and who you've attracted other than those you mentioned earlier. So for this weekend, we were sponsored entirely by the Neighborhood Ford Store. We've mm-hmm. received funding from the Granger Foundation for supplies um, for this year, uh, Pittsburgh American Chemical Society, the McMurray Rotary Club. Uh, you're, it takes a lot of funding sure. to do this. Um, without Right now, we're raising money online to offer X amount of free visits to early learning centers, nonprofits that serve children in need, daycares, and elementary schools throughout our off-season, throughout November to March. Uh, what I'd really like to see is sponsors come forth and maybe offer their space through an in-kind donation or schools um, open up their gymnasiums to us and uh, help us you know, offer that space so we can create an event where we can invite a lot of schools from the district to come in and get to know us. What about physical help? Are you looking for volunteers to Always. help you and teachers and so on? Always. And so, forth? so it's really me and my laptop, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I appreciate any anyone who wants to come and help us at an event. Um, that is that's how that's so important to us. And uh, we had about thirteen volunteers on Saturday and thirteen yesterday at the Grand Prix, and they made all the difference. I couldn't have done it without them.
Give me an example of uh, one of the experiments, one of the activities that you that you did at the Grand Prix this weekend. So one of them was we played with Ozobots. So an Ozobot. I have no idea. What yeah, you're about. it's a small little robot that fits in the palm of your hand, okay. and you you tell it where to move, how fast to move, what direction by putting by coloring using a marker. You put you create a sequence of colors, and it, that sequence of colors tells it where to go, where to move, how fast. That's cool. So, yeah. That's, you know, it's amazing what science has given us, mm-hmm. even as far as something that small. Yeah, it, it's really fascinating. It truly is. All right. Um, you're involved in several other organizations as well. Uh, one of them kind of piqued my curiosity. It's called Moms Can Code. What is Moms Can Code and, and what are its goals? So Moms Can Code is my new startup. It's about three to four weeks old. and That's all? Just that's three all. to four weeks? But um, there, there's been a lot of interest. Um, so just uh, in these three weeks, we've um, had over 360 subscribers to our website. It's not even up yet. Um, but people, there are moms out there who want to join and are interested. Um, and Moms Can Code is an online community for moms who are learning how to code. So we're going to be connecting moms and identifying role models for moms in tech. So we'll be featuring moms who have started tech companies, tech companies that have been nominated by moms who are, that are fantastic places to work for, companies that can tell us, give us concrete examples of how they're making life better for their parent employees. We're featuring moms who are students so that uh, moms can see all the different ways that moms are either teaching themselves how to code, you know, are they doing it online? Um, Are they going to a coding boot camp? Are they pursuing a graduate degree? There's so many options now. So offering the student spotlight on our website gives moms, you know, a glimpse into the life of all these different women and all of their circumstances so that they can see that they can do it too. And to the layman out there, coding means? Coding means program. Programming, uh, it's a language that the com- for <laughs> it's a language for computers. Okay. Yeah, Erica, we're out of time, but uh, I'm going to invite you back one of these days and talk Thank more you. about Moms Can Code once you're up and running. Erica, you're fascinating. Thanks so Thank much for you. joining us. Thank you. And that's it for this week. Thanks to our guest and to you for listening. Frontiers in Learning comes to you through a grant from Lincoln Learning Solutions in cooperation with the Community College of Beaver County and the Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of this station's staff and management. You can find podcasts of this and all of our shows online at TalkShoe.com. Search Frontiers in Learning. If you'd like to suggest a topic or have a question or comment, please email your thoughts to frontiers at lppacenter.org. That's frontiers at lppacenter.org. The producer of today's show is Don Cameron. Music by Lincoln Park Senior Joey Finello. I'm Chris Shovlin, reminding you to tune in next week for another stimulating edition of Frontiers in Learning. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.